This is Riz Hatton with the Becker's Dental Fastidio Podcast. I'm thrilled to be joined today by Zarita Buchanan, Commonwealth Fund Fellow at Harvard T.H. Chan School of Public Health and founder of her private practice, Dental Dreams LLC in Lithonia, Georgia. Zarita, thank you so much for being here today. Thank you. Thank you for having me. So just to start us off here, could you introduce yourself and tell us a bit about your background? Yeah. So my name is Dr. Zarita Buchanan. I'm a general dentist. Um, I practice in Lithonia, Georgia, which is about 30 minutes outside of Atlanta. I am a graduate of Spelman College, which is a historically black college for women in Atlanta. And I received my DDS at UNC Chapel Hill School of Dentistry. I've been practicing for about eight years now. I joined my father's private practice, so we work together. And this past year, I started a fellowship at Harvard T.H. Chan School of Public Health, where I'm getting my MPH in health policy. I am one of the Joseph Henry Fellows. Um, Joseph Henry was the first African-American interim dean of Harvard School of Dental Medicine. So I am pursuing um, my passion of health equity, trying to bring health equity to my community and furthering the mission across the nation. That's fantastic. Thank you so much for sharing. Um, uh, My first question for you is, what are you most looking forward to in 2023 in terms of dentistry? I'm really excited for 2023. Um, I feel like it's been going really well so far. Um, When I think about the pandemic in the past two years, it was really hard on patients, but also on providers. Um, I know I was feeling borderline experiencing burnout in my private practice. Um, Just with like the workforce shortage, the overall general anxiety I felt at the beginning of the pandemic for contracting COVID and dealing with insurance reimbursement, a lot of that kind of um, took away some of the joy that I had felt in previous years. And I think it was all pandemic related. So I had to kind of ask myself, where was that burnout coming from? What were the circumstances that pushed me into these feelings. And when I really started to reflect on it, I thought, you know, some of the problems I'm trying to solve in my community and in my practice really are not easily solved unless we look through a policy lens. And that's what pushed me to take a year off from practice and come to Harvard um, to get my master's in public health um, and really understand how policy has shaped this country and healthcare. And I feel like now I have some new tools in my toolbox when it comes to health equity. And I'm just really excited to return to clinical practice and share some of the knowledge that I've received here during the fellowship um, with other dentists and with pre-dental students. So I'm excited for 2023. All of that does sound very exciting. (laughs) My next question for you is if you could change one thing about the dental industry, what would it be? Um, I love dentistry overall as a profession. I think it's a great profession, but if I had to change one thing, it would probably be diversifying the healthcare workforce, specifically the dental workforce. I do a lot of work with pre-dental students, and one of the barriers that I find in getting students even to apply is just the financial hurdle that comes before even interviewing for school. Um, There are a lot of financial hurdles that come with gaining resources to study for the DAT, paying for the DAT, um, application fees. So if I could do one thing, I would really kind of eliminate some of the financial burdens students have when they're getting ready to join our profession um, so we can encourage more people to dive into dentistry. 
That's really interesting. And, and kind of going off of that, uh, what do you believe uh, the primary barrier hindering health equity is in dentistry? I think the primary barrier really is the lack of diversity in our workforce. Um, it's important to me that the dental workforce overall represents the communities that we serve, um, that we're a reflection of the American population. And, you know, data has come out in 2020 showing that roughly 3.8% of the dental workforce is comprised of Black dentists, which isn't very consistent with the national average as African-Americans make up about 12.4% of the U.S. population. So I would like to see those numbers um, grow similar, where we encourage people to join our, our field of dentistry, because it's a wonderful profession. Um, and I think, you know, there are so many positives that come out of diversifying the workforce, just you get a great sense of um, variety when it comes to lived experiences and perspectives that people have overall, like cultural competency, and a really a better outcome for our patients um, if we do reflect the communities that we serve. So I'm passionate about workforce diversity, and I think if we um, come together as a profession to really make that a um, important topic and discussion. I think we can eliminate some of the disparities that we see in dentistry, particularly relating to unequal access to care in underserved communities. Fantastic. Well, sort of going off of that as well, could you dive a bit deeper into um, the benefits that both patients and providers would see um, from diversifying the dental workforce? Yeah, so a lot of um, research and data has been put out that overall better outcomes for patients in terms of patient satisfaction when they have a, um, a provider that they feel is culturally competent and understands you know, their journey through the healthcare system. But also we see minority providers are more likely to return to underserved communities. So having more providers in areas where we don't see a lot of care will, you know, allow um, better outcomes for our patients overall. I know in Georgia, where I'm from, there are certain counties that don't have dentists at all, and people have to travel to nearby counties, but that you know, is obviously um, a health equity issue because everyone doesn't have the means to seek care. So really just diversifying the workforce from actual providers to hygienists, even assistants, um, I think is important. And if we can kind of make an effort as a community, a dental community to dismantle some of the inequities that we see in our, um, our community that are really overlying issues that have related back to the development of this country. I think that's something I really learned here in Harvard is how policy has created some, um, you know, you see results of institutional and structural racism even still today. So if we can use diversifying the workforce as a way to dismantle some of those racist systems, I think we can have an overall better outcome for our patients. Great, thank you. My next question is, what can dentists do to create a culture of respect and inclusion at their practices? That's a great question. Um, I think that leadership really comes from the top. So we as practice owners and CEOs of different DSO companies, we actually hold the responsibility ourselves to understand the importance of diversity. I think it can be easy to ignore issues when you don't feel personally connected to the problem. But if we as leaders really 
value diversifying our staff and creating a culture of inclusion um, and how that brings better outcomes for our patients. I think we can create that, that culture of respect and inclusion at our practices. You know, I think it's very common that dentists stay abreast of like the latest and greatest in technology advances. I love going to conferences and hearing about all the new products on the market that can um, be used in the office, but I, I really would love to see those same conferences focusing discussions on health equity because um, it gives us a, a chance to come to, together as a profession to discuss why culture, diversity, and inclusion is important um, in our private practice. I do a lot of work with pipeline programs um, to get students ready to enter dental school. And I would love to see you know, other leaders of private practices and DSOs kind of collaborate with pipeline programs across the nation that are working to give students um, from underserved communities an opportunity to enter the field of, of dentistry so that all of us can really have an equitable, equal chance at healthcare. Well, thank you, Dr. Buchanan. Thank you so much for your fascinating insights. And I look forward to connecting with you again in the future. Thank you. I appreciate you giving me this opportunity.